Hi, people of the world. My name is Kyle Turner, and I'm here to tell you that I messed up. I killed Connor. Nope, that's a lie. No, what did happen is that we had a terrible mishap with our audio, mostly because I didn't check my settings before we recorded. So please enjoy this very bad sounding, but ultimately good for your heart and soul episode of The M Word. Take it away, bad-sounding Kyle and normal Connor. Happy birthday, Canada and America. Two countries that used to be friends, but then one of us got like a racist haircut. Just a long, yellow mane full of angry white people. It's the M word! Hello and welcome to The M Word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just two friends trying to solve each other's problems and then hopefully maybe one day a generation's. Kyle, whoo-wee. Man, Connor, it's yeah. what what a week. There's a mm-hmm. whole lot going on. Uh, and we don't even know the half of it because we're recording on Wednesday and this comes out on a Friday. So we only well, know about half the week. We only know just a little bit of that week, but I know what today is and it's Christmas. What? Yes, it's Christmas. The red coated jolly old homeless man has, has rained down his parade of presents upon me, Kyle. Wait, hold on. Is this why you were singing Christmas carols before we started recording? Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> that was uh, that was the Jewish rendition of Oh, Holy Night. How, is it just go like, it's Oh, co- Normal Night? Oh, this night is so normal. There's nothing strange about this night. It's just a normal night. In Jerusalem, yeah, that's how. That's <laughs> but the... I definitely want to kill this baby later. <laughs> oh God, no! Je- anyway, I was about to say you Jesus. were about to say Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's a Christmas day because I went to my orthodontist, Kyle. I mean, not my orthodontist. What? Ortho surgeon, right? What is you know that? how I got some holes in the back of my mouth now. Oh right? yeah, that's right. You, your wisdom's gone. Well, today I went back out, and he checked me out, and he said, "Hey." Your teeth are your your mouth is looking stellar. I'm gonna give you this special tool. It's a very very special thing that 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 has been passed down from generation to generation and is now yours, Connor, the heir to this very special instrument. Is it and a it's trumpet? Used no okay. close. Okay. Yeah, it's the trumpet of water that I can use to spray my gums. That are full of food because they get stuck in the holes. <laughs> Did you get a mouth douche? So listen, it's it's uh, it's a it's it's a small syringe with a little little like like hooked tip, right? I don't know exactly what a douche looks like, but we'll say this is the mouth douche equivalent. That is okay? interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a douche either. We're just constantly calling these jocks douches, but we don't know what they look like. We don't even know what we're saying. We're saying douche. We could be talking about this cool instrument of Jesus that has been bestowed upon me. We don't know what they look like. Exactly. 
So we took this small syringe, you fill it full of water, right? And it's got this tiny tip that I can use to spray those holes in all sorts of other amazing innovations that I haven't found a use for just yet. All I know is I got a small little syringe that's that's packed full of punch. Well, Connor, what's the point of having a podcast if we don't try and find those other purposes right now? Well, I mean, you could go straight to the normal one, right? The douche. Not just for the mouth, but for your butthole. Right. I could spray that butthole clean and dandy with that little spray. I'll just I'll fill it full of well-scented flowers. <laughs> like uh like lavender. the like the like a lavender smelling douche. Uh you you know how you have the, your water that you put like fruits and in 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 like such that like a cold In the shower? No, 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 oh. no, no. I like I like a nice restaurant. They have oh, water, okay. but you got some cucumbers in there or something. Yeah. So I'll fill that thing with cucumber water. And I'll spray there. The little tip is so tiny, I might be able to uh, uh, clean off my front too. Yeah. I, the hook still troubles me with this image though. The hook in and around the anus is troubling to me. I, that seems like a perfect way to get a bunch of hemorrhoids. Well, whenever you say troubled, do you mean excited? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, did you try it out right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's I didn't. Know, I, I sent you one. I just didn't know it got over so quickly. I actually that you say that, but I've been to a doctor before where the I don't know why what was happening, but the doctor stuck his finger up my butt, and that's the exact noise I made, and Ooh. just because I that did not happen to me before, and so actually when you said that, I was like, oh shit, no, yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. That's that's it. Oh man, we uh, I just learned so much more about Kyle than I knew before. Oh, Connor, you were there and you told the doctor to do it. I told him, stick it further, Doc. I want to see what's up there. <laughs> oh, no. Make, can you make it like a hook? Can you make it? <gasps> and then, oh, my God. We come Dr. Garabedi and you sly dog. He stole the idea. Yeah, that's what it is. He heard it. He was like, listen, we got a plan, Stan. That, that's, his, uh, that's his assistant. Oh, okay. Stan, listen. I I got an idea for this this sick sick instrument, and we're gonna have the re- who, guess who's gonna be delivering it to the, all the boys and girls across the world. Our jolly boy Sandy Cruz. Uh, okay, so we've come full circle now. You got it. You got it. You got what you asked for. The uh, yeah. So now I get to spray my holes, Kyle. It's amazing. It feels fresh. It feels so clean. I've had a piece of rice stuck in the back right one for about a week now, and Ooh. it's gone forever. That's good. How's your week been, Buster Brem? Well, I also got a douche. No, I didn't. Uh, my week's been okay. I My week has been largely uneventful. It's This is what my life is like when I'm not going to a wedding every other day. Nobody knows Nobody the color my AC went out here in Texas. Not, it didn't go out, but it like froze over because I guess it was working too hard. And it did it in the middle of the night, which was very troublesome because I had to sleep with very warm weather, which made me just go back to thinking like, I need to not live in Texas. I need to oh live boy. in a place where we don't need AC, like Canada or like, n- you know, Northern New York or like the UK or something. Cause just the AC is so just terrible. Oh, it's it's so bad. Last summer, I didn't have central AC and the window unit didn't like blast air into my room at all. And 
I've never sweat so much in my life. I was just dripping everywhere I walked. I was slipping around the apartment. It was nasty. It's <laughs> nasty stuff. It's so great. There were pores on my body that were like, we've never had to even make sweat before. Are we sure Listen, we should put sweat here? And my body we've never like, had to cool to. off this this part of you before. Well, I guess your elbows need cooling off. Normally he gets the douche in here and we're all cool. But now we have to sweat? What's going on? Where's our hooked friend? I do. I want to see that sitcom. I want to see that Osmosis Jones 2 movie where the pores are just all hanging out and talking to each other. Oh my god. If If there were an Osmosis Jones style beings in the holes in my mouth... Do you know how terrified they were? <laughs> they were so Do you scared. know children and mothers screaming for their lives seeing this barbed, angry monster just reaching in and then Noah's Ark-style flooding the entirety of their home, their community, everyone they've ever known is it's gone. It's so though. sad. It's so sad. You yeah, took out all the plaque and, and that they built their home around that one rice noodle that had been right. chilling there for a while. Right. They est- they've not only established their community, they've built a culture. They built, they a, built culture. a language. They built yeah. That's so sad. And then we can have Osmosis come back into a sequel rebuilding rebuilding Frank. Rebuilding Frank. I'm perfect. Honestly, why hasn't there been an Osmosis Jones sequel? This is really troubling me now. I think I think they found that uh, that big pharma, big pharma came in pharma. and said that we listen. You guys didn't paint us in the best light. Like Red Pill Man, he wasn't he wasn't cool enough. Well, it's you a- made the white blood cell too cool. You made our guy some robotic janky idiot, right? Well, actually, who's going to be taking our pill now? Well, from what I'm remembering about this movie that I haven't seen in probably 15 years is that I'm almost certain at one point, like the pill, the pill's purpose, like he changes it so that he can help fight this disease that he was not designed to like fight against. And that's effectively like uh, drug abuse, right? Like he took medicine for a purpose and then the medicine was like, fuck that. I'm a cure cancer. And they're like, no, you can't just take medicine for things that it's not designed to treat. That's not how it works. Sure. 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 But that's the thing is like, they wanted you to think that they were like, just take our medicine. It'll cure everything. But then Osmosis Jones showed him, showed him what's what. Like, no, you got white blood cells. You take care of yourself. You don't even got to meet Red Pill. You don't even got to talk to Big Pharma. Yeah. I did appreciate that they showed that adult men can have zits because that's not something I knew about as a child. But that I distinctly remember that scene in Osmosis Jones where they go to the zit club and then it pops off his face and then I throw up everywhere because that's how gross that scene was. Oh, I'm just remembering was this was very critical. So this was gross. so focal. This was a focal point in my childhood. I'm just now realizing what Osmosis Jones meant to me as it formed me into an adult. Oh my God. So many memories. That's why, this is why I love podcasting. We, we get to discover more about ourselves and our psyche. And what I just learned is I know why I hate acne on anything now. Because of Osmosis Jones. Because of the Bernie Sanders produced Osmosis Jones fighting big pharma <laughs> one 
episode at a time. Oh, I would. Oh, Netflix. Can you please jump on that? I need that in my life. Listen, I know they had the spinoff TV show where it was just Ozzy and whoever else, right? I know they made that happen. It was the combination of live action and animation that really penetrated my little boy heart. Oh, and that's oh, what you're gonna need. I don't know to fight them. Can we now. just go back? Can you just like say something else other than penetrated my little boy heart, Kyle? That's what movies did oh, for me. No, they penetrated oh. my my psyche, my body. Sometimes my playing cards, I would buy my wallet. It would penetrate my wallet. I'd buy Yu-Gi-Oh playing cards. Connor, I've got no problem with the the word penetrate. My problem is the phrase penetrate my little boy heart. <laughs> That's my biggest issue here, Connor. And I'm I'm scared that you didn't immediately catch on to that. That you thought that, that those were okay to say together. I thought that it was okay because I'm talking about me. <laughs> it's okay if if it's me, guys. I committed a murder. Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's like if I talk shit about a past version of me, is that is it okay? Like, is it my? It's my own little thing, you know. Do we have? Like, an I have in, the right. Do we have an internal statute of limitations? That's what you're asking. Right. Do I own past past self esteem? Can I? I. I'm trying to break this down, Kyle, and I'm having a really hard time. I feel like the little penetration on my little boy heart's penetrating my big boy heart. Oh, okay, that one's allowed. I'll allow it. Big boy hearts can be penetrated all they want. Happy Pride, everybody. It's the end of Pride. Let's go ahead and penetrate into some of these questions that you had set up from uh, the deeper part of the web. Get that hooked finger right into some of those questions that you have set up, Kyle. Why don't you go on those? I tell you what, talking about penetrating with a hooked finger, let's go over to Reddit, where that's their expertise, I think. No, I I enjoy Reddit surfing and going particularly onto threads like Too Afraid to Ask, because I, I like finding out what people are too afraid to ask. What are what are people what fear consumes these people around these questions? And today, I think we're going to really solve some problems and, and help some people out because we're going to make the world a better place today, Connor, because we have no fear. Oh, I know. And and you know who else doesn't have any fear is the people who posted on Too Afraid to Ask because they're too afraid to ask in public. So they decided to go to the most trustworthy place in the world, the Internet. The Internet. Although I will say most of them are like they create these throwaway accounts. So they're still scared. You know, they're still as scared. They're so as scared. They're so as scared. So the first question, and I think this really this helps solve everybody's problem because it's something we all deal with every single day. And this Reddit user who has a name that's incomprehensible for human speech. I don't know how to say it. There's zeros and O's and P's and D's. And I don't know what to do with it. But they asked, what's the correct answer to what's up? And they, they give Ooh. us some details. It says it's technically a question, but it's also a greeting. So what should the response be? Oh, that's so good. See, we need to really get more into these types of social interaction questions. Because this isn't a podcast where we go to to give advice this isn't an advice podcast that's ridiculous no it's ridiculous and we would never do that we we're here to suck at advice we're here to we're here to to solve problems but more importantly to solve problems by answer by asking better questions and this one 
is definitely one worth asking. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Can I tell you what in this comment thread, what the internet got right immediately? What? It, is that in the comments, somebody just responded, not, mu not much, what's up with you? And then the next person commented below that, not much, what's up with you? And the next person commented below that and said, not much, what's up with you? Connor, that continues for tens, tens of people who keep responding saying, not much, what's up with you? And they're all different people. And this points to this problem of what's the correct answer to what's up? Because then you get into this vicious, you know, penetrating cycle. And I'm going to keep using that word because it's in our vernacular now. And I'm just, I'm, I've got penetration on the brain. And, and it's penetrating oh, our conversations every single day. Well, there's no way you're going to be able to penetrate that that vicious cycle of of questions because that that is a good one. I've I have, unfortunately, myself, Kyle, I have fallen from the social status by answering that question with that very answer. Oh, after yeah. which, so I began with the "What's up?" The interlocutor and interlocutor uh, responded with. Oh wait, not much. What's I'm, up with I'm you? sorry. Uh, we'll edit this part out, Connor. Do you want to just go ahead and try to shoot shoot that word one more time? Interlocutor. Okay. Cool. 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 It just sounded like you struggled for a while. And of course, I'm like I said, this is not going to be in the episode, Connor. I would never shame you like that. But I just, it just seemed like you were really struggling with that. Okay. Thank God. And so we'll start recording after I I divulge this other secret. Kyle, <laughs> um, you're the worst liar in the history of liars in liars town. No, I'm not. So anyway, the guy answered, "Well, not much. What's up with you?" And I said. Not much. What's up with you? And I was like, oh, God. What have I done? What have I done? I didn't talk to Steven ever again. <laughs> That's perfect. I couldn't. What was I What? What was I supposed to do? Just go back over to him and, and say, I made a social cue mistake? No. No. Well, let's call it what it is, Connor. It's not a it's not a mistake. It's a social crime. It's, I mean, you committed a crime. Oh my God, Kyle, I'm, I have been tracked down by the social crime police before and they are fast fuckers. They'll find you in a heartbeat. They'll, they know what's up. They'll penetrate you within minutes. It's ridiculous. With can, their good social, social vibes. Can I tell you what I hate about the internet? Mm -hmm. Is that. All of these comments below, like somebody responded, oh, what, how to respond to what's up? They responded, a movie by Pixar about an old guy, a flying house, an Asian kid, some dogs, a bird, and a fictional vacation spot. It's like, come on, guys. We're not here for the dad jokes. This We're isn't, not here for the dad jokes. This isn't a joking matter. We have to figure out what what's the correct response to what's up. We're not here to, to just joke around and just penetrate each other, each other just like willy-nilly, you know? It's a question that isn't a literal one. You have to read between the lines. These these social cues, these these thick weeds of culture and 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 pop culture and crackle culture. You really have yeah. to be able to jump over these these hurdles that have been placed before you by generations of cool cats. Yeah. Because cool there's cats. some really cool things that people People are like saying and they don't even know what they mean, but they but they feel it in their groovy bones. <laughs> their groovy bones. And so they because they feel those groovy bones jipping and jiving, they're able to answer the question, What's up? You say, Ah, not much. What's going on with you? 
And then the other one says, got a dash. Got a dash. Got to get and out of Gonza. here. Got these groovy bones. Got to get out of here. Can't have anybody taking my groovy bones. Gosh, somebody responded and they responded by saying it smells like updog in here, which is to say that in this person's Ooh. in this person's world, somebody would tell them what's up. And then the other person would say it smells like updog in here. And then the other person would then say, what's up, dog? And then the other person would say, what's nothing much? What's up with you? Which is a very long way of just like doing the thing in the first place. That's a very... It's a cool it's a cool response, right? But you're looking too far ahead. You're trying to go above and beyond. You're trying to outthink the thinker and you can't do that with social cues. Well, my, you have to feel it. My biggest problem with this this scenario of the updog, which is and I'm going to say a crime again and that's a legal thing, it is that they're saying it after the person has already said what's up. And and it it doesn't make any sense. If they respond to somebody by saying "What's up?" and they say it smells like updog in here, I'm getting I'm getting agitated about this. This is really bugging here's, me, Connor. Here's here's the thing that that nobody in this thread, nor I have I believe you have thought about. Okay, and that is the use of physical gesture. Ooh, we live in a physical world. Yeah, people are trying to use language to to interact with human beings, and you know. 90% of of communication is is nonverbal. That's true. Right? Yeah. So they they're trying to answer a, a very serious question with a verbal response and it's about communication. First, in LA, what I've learned is that my favorite gesture, if someone says something that it could they it could be anything, Kyle. Yeah. Give me give me a question that you might a, a, a stranger on the street might walk over and and see me and ask this. What would they say? Um hi. Oh, hold on. Let me do an accent. I why would I start this without doing an accent? Oh, hello. Hi, hi child. Um can you point me to the nearest restroom? I have to pee so bad out of my pee hole. And from my pocket, from my skinny jeans pocket, I pull out my hand. And shoot out the cool guy gestures. That's whenever complete you with got the sound effect. Your index finger, your middle finger, and your ring finger down. Your pinky and your thumb out, and you give it a little shake. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, yeah, you did like a surfer thing. The surfer hand sign, exactly. So that guy says, "Where's the Where's the bathroom at?" First. You're giving a little thumbs up like, hey, I acknowledge you. You're seen. I love you. I accept you. Yeah. Then the pinky goes out, gives him directions on where he's going. Just, okay, so, the, but the thumb is still out. The thumb stays out. It's going to be confusing, though. How, did the, how do we know that the pinky is the pointer and not the thumb? Kyle, you're missing the point. I think I am, literally, yeah. Do you know how cool that guy thinks I am now? Yeah, but now this old man has just pissed his pants out of his pee hole. That's not that's not my problem. You're <laughs> saying what is the best response? That is the best response that's you could have thrown response. back at that guy. Okay, well, I I think uh, problem solved. Problem solved. Problem solved. Well, I've got I've got another one here that I I dug up from the old Reddit pile, and I'll tell you why I clicked on it. It's because 
the the title just says stop period drop period and roll period who wouldn't click on that who would mm-hmm. not that i i clickbaited so hard and they they uh, jack philip is the name of this user and he says i understand the concept and how it works but what if you in a really tight space if you're out in the open then sure it works but say you're in your bathroom and if you try to roll you can only roll half a full roll what do you do then Ooh. And I think this is really interesting because as millennials, I remember all of those stop, drop, and rolls, like drills that we did in elementary and intermediate school. And sometimes in high school, my mom thought I never really got it down. And so she'd make sure, hey, Kyle, stop, drop, and roll. And I, you know, we would do it. That part, last part was a lie. But I like to think, why aren't we continuing to train this? If I caught on fire right now, I don't know if, that, if that's what immediately I would do. Kyle, where, where did you train again? I trained at the Art Institute of Stopping and Dropping. And no, popping no, and no. Don't give me that. Don't give me that improv bullshit. Where did you train? Where did you learn this process? I trained outside of a school bus with a fireman from our local fire department. That's right. And what was his name? Do you remember? Fireman Rick. <laughs> and what was? Yeah. Hey, funnily enough, I bet your bottom ass dollar that I have also met Fireman Rick oh, because yeah. I have toured the fire station in friendswood when i was a youngster i have a photo in my photo album and my kids photo album to prove it there's definitely a rick there i said it it just came out of me like a prophecy there's definitely a rick there there's definitely fireman rick and you know it's fireman rick because he goes from town to town teaching people to stop drop in what Roll. Somersault? No, you it roll. But, you know i know we've been trained but what if you in a really tight space says jack phillip uh, Somebody said stop, drop, and flop, which I do appreciate. <laughs> oh my gosh. If they trained us to do that now, I'd remember that till the day I die. I would practice every day. Just stop, stop, drop, flop, and then <laughs> and then just face first into the concrete. Surprisingly enough, I've stopped, drop, and flop. <laughs> such a good uh, many a time many a time after uh after one too many boozerinos yeah but hopefully it's stopping and dropping onto a bed and not an open flame right right no well it depends on what you're trying to do you can't guarantee because because listen some of us some of us had a real connection with with fireman rick yeah we called ourselves the rickarinos and the only way we're gonna be able to see him again is if we're not using our skills to the caliber at which he expects his trainees to <laughs> to, to, to fucking sh- to do the to roll kyle i i'm sorry fireman rick i don't i could so i got stop i got drop but i always forget what's next but can, can we schedule can a private me? session please can we schedule a private session can you give me like a golf course-esque style can you can you roll with me I really need this to penetrate my brain. Oh, please penetrate my brain. Listen, can you please, Fireman Rick, can you just penetrate my brain? So you're in tight space, right? Yeah. You're trying to deflop. You're not doing that. That's not happening. That's not going the way you want. So what you do is you bust out your phone and you dial, guess who? Fireman Dave, Rick's brother. Fireman Dave, Rick's murderer. What? He killed Rick? 
I thought that's what you said. No, I said his brother. But if his oh, brother is the murderer, who his killed brother Rick? murdered Rick. You call Rick first, but Rick's done so. He's been penetrated by the bad thing. The bad pointy sharp thing. What if he caught on fire and it was arson and he didn't know what to do? He forgot. He was drunk. Rick was an alcoholic. Nobody talks about this. What if, yeah, he was too he was too old and too drunk to follow his own advice. So he stopped and he dropped and he died. Honestly, this sounds like the best Netflix documentary series that exists. I really want this to be a thing. And now. it's and it's and it's called that. Stop, drop, die. <laughs> That's so good. What's that song? That's what I keep thinking of. Stop, drop, da 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 da. What is that song? Is oh. it the don't drop that that no? Hey, you know that's funny. Maybe all these rap songs are all about training us for fire safety. They haven't been doing. That's the thing is they keep on trying to they keep on trying to do it while also getting some sweet rhymes. Yeah, in there and and it's just they're confusing it. Which is why stop We're, drop and flop is such a success, and stop drop and roll is a failure. That's the problem. People are trying to make fires and and what is how did he how does he put it? They're, he's getting caught in a place in in too close place. You you in really tight space. You in really he's you whenever you in really tight space. First of all, no fires in really tight spaces. There's not enough oxygen for fires in really tight space. No, there's not enough oxygen. There's not enough flop room. <laughs> That's the thing that they don't talk about. Is Fireman Rick? He says stop, drop, and roll because if if you can roll, the fire can can roll. Right? They don't tell you that. They don't tell because you can't. You don't. You, Rick thinks like the fire, right? Yeah. Rick was trained at in in some far off land, probably in Asia, right? <laughs> the land of fire, the fire nation, if you will. He was trained, and he he became, and I I mean, really, he became the fire at the end of that movie. <laughs> and that's that's the real. The real lesson, I think, of this story. And this, of course, segues us perfectly into our theme of the week, which is, hey, guys, we know it's Independence Day coming up, and we know we all love fireworks. But don't forget, if you get too close to the firework, that it's on fire. And if you catch on fire, just stop, drop, and flop, because it's the most effective. And then the fire will penetrate you. And then the fire will penetrate you. And if that happens, you do need a small little douche with a little hook on it. And that will help put the fire out. God bless Santa Claus. That brings us over to our next and final point, Kyle. Uh, We have a very short period of time, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to see if we can delve into this. Oh, we can delve into it. Connor, I've got World Cup fever. I had to take take medicine. I took the red pill and the red pill man went into my body and everybody was playing football. Everyone in my head, in my body was playing. All my white blood cells were, and my black blood cells, I'm not racist. They were all playing football. And, and this red pill guy was just like, we need to, we need to fix this, this soccer fever. Connor, how do, how do we fix this soccer fever? Well, listen, you, you go to your doctor, right? Go to the doctor. You let him know your problem. Surprisingly enough, I would recommend Dr. Garabedi and he's fantastic. The douche doctor? He prescribes you pills. You take them. Yeah. You get over it. Done and done. You learn, you grow, you change. Your body becomes immune. It's a sickness and it needs to be stopped. 
See, I know, Connor, I think soccer fever is the next evolution of humanity. But the problem is, Connor, it's not called soccer. That's not what it's called. Kyle, what are you talking In my entire life, mom, dad, grandmother, cousin, all have called it soccer. Are you telling me they're all, you call my family a liar? All of your family are goddamn liars. And they lied to you. And they thought they would protect you, but they're liars. Oh, okay. I didn't mean to come off that strong, but they are. They're a bunch of liars. And I, I No, I, I believe it. They also told me that the that the moon is made of cheese, so fuck them. Hey. Just kidding. Hey. No, hey. Here's, here's the problem. Everybody else in the world calls it football. And then we have this magical moment every four years where the U.S. doesn't qualify for the World Cup. And everybody's like, thank God, because if the U.S. was playing in the World Cup, then we'd have to, like, say soccer. And that's such, like, a gross word, like soccer. Soccer. It's, like, gross. It makes does weird things Ooh, to your mouth. I heard your body vibrate with that, and I did not like it at all. Nobody likes a double C. Nobody likes a double C in their words. I was thinking of the O. What did the C do? The C is bad. The C makes the O bad. That's the problem. The O is innocent, and but the C's, the C's gang up on the O. And it makes it just so bad. So, Connor, I think it's time. I think America finally gives it, you know, just like the Vietnam War. Sometimes America has to lose. And I think this is a, a war we have to lose. We have not, to start. Not, I mean, we oh, wait, what? What? What did you say? I was going to say the Americans already lost, seeing as we didn't even qualify for the World Cup. That is true. Maybe we didn't qualify because we wouldn't call it football. We those silly Americans, they cannot uh, call it by all the name that it's called. Oh, you're doing so good. That's such a good um, soccer accent, football accent. How many times have you been to a soccer match, Kyle? I, I, a professional soccer match. I've, I've been to the Houston Dynamo games quite a, a number of times. And by a number, I mean that number is three. When I was a child, my first sport was so care. And I think that's all I actually want to say about that. <laughs> well, the reason why it's everybody's first sport is because it's just such a good, good game. And it's so simple. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody has to, like, get any aggression out whenever they're children. Compared to, like, American football, where it's like, hey, we need to protect your body for this sport. It's like, come on. That's not necessary. I think we need to dump American football. We, or I mean, obviously, we can't dump it. People want to still play American football because they like getting concussions, I guess. So instead, we're going to have to rename American football to something else so that soccer, as we know it, can become football. We can be in line with the rest of the world and we need to rename American football. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, because I think, you know, in order for us to have a global audience, we need to just stop this pretentiousness and be able to say, hey, I love football. I love the footy ball. You know, I love the the great game. I think is what they call it. You know, the great game. That's what they so say. So are we? Ch so we're changing the name of of American like touchdown football, field touchdown goals. football. Here is the quarterback. It was so dumb. What were they thinking? There's not even feet involved in it. Like once, like, like once, once is there feet involved? To, you know, it's funny. My brother played Division One college football in here in America and the only reason he started playing football he was a punter and the only reason he was a punter is because he played soccer for his whole life so he was like hey I, this is a real football and then I go and play put on a helmet and now I'm playing American football now 
That's the it's only. A it's ridiculous. So what do we call it's it? Do we call it shoulder pads. That's one. No, that's that's ridiculous. Okay, Kyle. The quarterback's quarry. That makes it more like an adventure. Ooh, I'm into that. Yeah, can it be more of an adventure game? It's definitely not just like a, like a get this ball over here, get that ball over there, like it is in foot, like in like in a European football. Yes, it's it's definitely more of an adventure. I do the quarterback's quer- query. <laughs> yes, the quarterback's query, which was the only Q word I could think of in a very second. I'm really into this idea. Quest. Of like the Why not the fucking quarterback's quest? That makes so much more sense. I take I, it back. I like the idea of of the quarterback just in the huddle, taking a knee and then just like putting his hand on his chin in the philosopher's thinking style. Yeah, and he's just he's just thinking his way through this game, just thinking his way through this adventure. Can I tell you my one reservation about my suggestion that I brought up? Yeah. Football, I'm sorry, we got to quit calling that. American unnamed sport is very much a team sport and calling it the quarterback's quest is struggles in that cuz then it does it becomes all about the quarterback. We got to find a team oriented name. Huh. A the I'm blanking, Kyle. I'm blanking. I don't I don't have so many names. How about we call it? I'm not it, just, I'm not, maje- I'm not majestical. I can't just, Connor, you I'm know not what it a is. magician. You know what it is? We're thinking too hard. When you look at all of the, all of the great sports, the great games, baseball, how'd they come up with that? Oh, there's a ball in it and there's bases. Uh, basketball. Oh, how'd they come up with that? It's, there's baskets and there's balls. So what do we do here? We call it throw ball. It's throw ball now. Hi, oh, welcome that's to so throw easy. ball. It's so simple. This is throw ball. Or. Either throw ball or helmet ball. Helmet ball is the winner, Connor. You found it. Do you see the confetti flowing all around you? It's oh, it stings, Kyle. Yeah, Get it off. no, it's covered in asbestos. I forgot to tell them not to do that for this one. Ooh, that's gonna burn. You should probably go see Doctor Giovanni or whatever his name is. I blew it off. It's fine. That's and that's how you treat asbestos. Helmet ball. We figured it out, Connor. Ugh. That's so, such a relief. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm wiping off the sweat from my forehead and my face from all that, that mental struggle. It was, it was a struggle. So now we have helmet ball and we have football and that's, they're all the sports in the world. Oh, you know, speaking of World Cup, can I tell you one amazing little thing that happened today on the day we're recording? Hurry. Germany lost to, to South Korea in their group stage match, and they've officially been eliminated from the World Cup. And if you know nothing from the World Cup, the the thing about that is is that they won four years ago. So they won the last World Cup, and then they got knocked out in the group stage, and which is not great for Germany. But who's in the group stage with with uh, Germany? It's Mexico, our good southern friends here in the states, and so they're very happy. And South Korea also got eliminated, but. They made they made sure that Germany went down with them, and I think that's really beautiful and important. And I really i i i vote that we as the M word begin tweeting Donald Trump about the fact that uh, that that Americans didn't even qualify for this sport, and Mexico is winning super good, and just just updating him on like scores and stats, and just to see that we're not winning, and that's that's okay. It's okay not to win. 
I mean, is it though? I mean, it's okay not to win like in humanity all the time, but I mean, soccer, you really, oh shit, football, you really want to win. Helmet ball. Fuck. Wait, not, no, that, that's that the one. actual football. Not that one. And somehow, Connor, I forgot to mention this, but somehow we have an audience in Korea, which I don't know how that happens, but we have like an audience in Korea. Like it's our third top demographic. It's like the States and Canada and then Korea. And I'm not oh, sure how that happened. Thank you for listening. Koreans, Americans, Mexicans, Canadians. I don't know if we have any Mexicans. But if there's not, then hola, viva la Mexico. Well, now that's why we don't have any Mexicans. So Why? But thank you, Korea, for knocking out Germany. They mm-hmm. called this World War Three in some news stands. They didn't do that. Thank you so much for listening to us today subscribe if you haven't already and leave a rating we we just eat those good ratings right up you can also follow us on twitter at mword pod and on instagram we don't have an mword instagram but connor and i are on instagram and that's where we post a lot personally connor is at that boy connor and i am at kyle the turner Send us your emails with uh, with any problems you need solving. If you sent it in the past month or so, send them again because there was a problem. We at, it's, uh CK at mwordpod.com. I'd also like to thank Grant O'Brien for our opening song, Millennial Juice Fluid, and also our closing song, A Ballad of a Dusty Boy, which you're hearing probably right now. Thank you, Cindia Martinez. At With Love Cindy is her Instagram for the cover art. It looks so, so, so good. And you can also give us that good, good, you know, little dollar bills, y'all, at Patreon. Patreon.com slash mwordpod. And I promise, I know I said it last week and we didn't do it, but I promise we're going to post something on Patreon this week. That's a promise. We might not do it, but it's a promise. Thanks again for listening to the M Word. <laughs> Why did you pause? <laughs> I don't know what podcast I'm doing, Kyle. I do so many casts. I'm a, ca- I'm a cast head. I'm a, ca- I'm a cast head. Thank you so much for listening to the M word. And it, like we always say, helmet ball will give you concussions. That's a true statement. That's Hey, Connor, sometimes we're not a comedy podcast. Sometimes we're an information podcast. And some these are the things you need to know. These, I'm getting emotional. These are things you need to know about concussions and helmet ball. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.